0: Just the two of us. We can, we can make,
1: make it, it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. There we are. Yeah, it's two of us tonight for Deepest Cuts. Unfortunately, um, things transpired and the guests couldn't make it. But that's no problem. There's um people, you know, life is in far more important than deepest <laughs> yeah. cuts, and, and this is what happens. But, you you know, you, you got me and me old mate to kind of select a, a bit of probably doom metal, thrash metal, and, um, yeah, that's it, really.
0: <laughs> Anything else, Mel? Now, I've got to say, I've got, we've come full circle, just so you know what conditions. I'm suffering from my art again. It's as hot as hell in here, mate.
1: And um, probably hay fever as well, so we're going to get some of those foghorn sneezes and sniffs, are
0: it, it might come on. If I, I'm not going to rule it out, mate, at this juncture.
1: Okay. Well,
0: are you all right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Been listening to lots of lots of metal, mate. What about you?
1: I have, yeah. It's as, as, um, always quite varied with um, mm. you know with with mine. There's um, as no doubt yours and and a lot of other people. But yeah, it's been a quite a mixture. A lot of new stuff has come out fairly recently mm. that I've been trying to get my head around. Getting into stuff that I've got like a list of bands that I want to check out and there's been even more today that I've uh, added to the list and had a quick listen to and either kind of thought, no, they're not quite as I I thought they might be, or yeah, I'll give them another go. So lots to get through if you podcast me listening to and some, yeah, just uh, cramming in as much time as I can, really. Definitely. You
0: you say mine's going to be varied. It's not, it's, it's pretty thrash metal all the way through mine, actually, to be quite honest. I'd love to say that, yeah, it's varied. It goes all over the place. It's, it's, if you're into thrash, yeah, I, I, my my four are going to be pleasing, I think. Well, how about then? How about you kick things off then? Uh, no, because I'm doing the mystery one at the end. And yeah, it, but we, it,
1: can, we, can, we can. All, all right, then. We, is he going to gonna...
0: break the equilibrium? I don't yeah. know. Well, we'll just to explain what this is. Uh, this is the deepest cuts that you've stumbled across. The sister podcast to thrash metal, the album fortnight. Um, uh, we are a club on Facebook and we do this little playlist with this uh, podcast to begin with. So hopefully you can see what the temperature and the flavor of what's going on. What's me and Robbie listening to and bearing in mind that we get loads of recommendations from everyone else in the club. And um, yes, yeah, just a nice little what, is it going to be an eight-track playlist for everyone to listen to with us on top? Should be about an hour tops, I reckon.
1: Ordinarily, there'd be a nine-track playlist because one of our guests would have three songs as well, and we'd each have three. And, yeah, it kind of just adds a little bit more dynamic to the, you know, myself and you kind of waffling on and hearing about other members and, and mm. what they listen to, what they like, what they don't like. And, yeah, kind of you, you have your idea in your head what a member might bring to the deepest cuts when when you know when we've got them down and and it's not always that. it's sometimes very, very different. We've um, got you know we've got a list of members that are coming up in the future, those that have expressed an interest in either comments or contacting us directly. Uh, they know that they will be on the deepest cuts in the future. But if there's anyone out there that fancies giving this a go, just let myself or Carl know and we will be in contact with a, you know, a date in advance of that date. And, you know, I don't want to just contact everyone in the club and say, do you want to go deepest cups? Because not everyone feels comfortable doing it and not everyone wants to. So just let us know if you fancy it. It's great. Good fun.
0: Yes, it is. It's brilliant. Um, so go on, in, mate. Oh, we've got to do the um, draw for so, so Far So Good Sophomore round two. So that will be coming up between after I've picked my third one, I think. That's what
1: we'll Third do. One. All right. Well, how about I kick things off then, Carl? Because we don't want to break that. Validity, it, uh, we?
0: No, well, I don't, mate. It'd make me, it'd make me all, all a quiver, mate.
1: Well, we are a thrash metal club. And whilst my tastes do divert off sometimes from thrash metal, I'm going to kick things off with very much a thrash metal song. And a band that really excites me at the moment, and those who listen to the main podcast will know this, Torn Fabrics have a new album out called Impera. But for those that haven't heard it or haven't heard of the band, I thought getting the song on the playlist might share that band to more ears out there that love a bit of thrash metal. Mm. Um, Not everyone. Mm. Not, yeah, I suppose. For, For me, it's... It's the kind of thrash metal that I love. It's got a searing energy. It's constant. It's mem- The momentum kind of stays high throughout it. But what I hear... Is very much different to what you are going to hear, and that's what I'm very kind of very key to me within the club. This it's all about opinions, and I don't want to get on this. Well, you like them, I love them. You, you should like it. I, I just yeah, you know, everyone's into different things, and I really kind of go by that. So, not everyone that's listening to this is going to be you know totally into this uh, torn fabric song that I'm going to put on, but they really do fly the flag of those pioneers from back in the kind of the the early thrash days but they bring it right full circle to the scene that it is today it's got a great production this album Impera it really follows on from Mind Consumption the fantastic EP that came out at the start of the year last year and yeah it just continues that really high energy great riffing They've got a great individual character, sweet, crisp, modern sound that I said about the production. Um, and and that's it, really. I could hark on all day about it, but mm-hmm. harp on all day about it. But I'm not gonna, I think the best thing to do is listen to the track that I'm gonna put on. Uh, if you like it, check their album out. If you don't like it, move on to Carl's trash metal that no doubt he'll be coming up next. But yeah, it's <laughs> a really exciting, energetic, catchy song. They've got the riffs and it just makes for a really brilliant record. So I'm going to go with the first track. Well, it's kind of two tracks, so it's a bit of a cheat, but it's got the intro to the album, and then the, the first track proper is called The Outcome. And I think to set the tone for the album, to set the tone for the outcome song, you need to have the intro on it as well. It's uh, mm-hmm. it, it does set the tone. It's quite a brooding start, and it kind of lures you in a bit, and then boom, we're off with the outcome so that's me mate torn fabrics and the outcome
0: brilliant and good that it's got an outro it sounds you know we always try and make an album for this playlist and that's it's good that you went first because we're well yeah the intro yeah. second song so it, i was I, I was right sorry mate you were right
1: yeah you you were right yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> brilliant torn fabric what's the album and that's that's been out uh i think you could pre-order that now can't you or for the physical yeah, it's av-
1: yeah it's available digitally. Uh, on Bandcamp, it's it's on spotify but it's on Firecom records do you remember the old Firecom records thing oh, yeah. so you can, you, can pre-order, you, well. you, you can pre-order the cd and buy a physical copy torn fabrics well that's fabrics with a k at the end well an s at the end but a k before the s okay before the s
0: lovely uh and old friends of the show as well we play them on the on the podcast the main podcast as well so that's good
1: yeah, great guys, great guys, and uh, great to have great them in guys. the club. But it's great when um people that are so active in the club, you know, actually get involved and a, and a nice nice people yeah. as well. You know, they're not yeah. just they're not just that's a bonus, isn't it? It's always a bonus, so when their music always is a bonus. killer as well. So that's me, mate. First first Lovely. one and two off with a
0: with a start brilliant well i'm going to keep the momentum going in the thrash metal vein and um an album uh, a band that we've all heard of uh and maybe not an album that we we've all heard but i'm going for decapitated wow obviously this this band that have had a a bit of a checkered past for one reason or another have got their album cancer culture out and i think it's it's absolute it's it's you know the early spirit of sodom where Pete famously said it's like they fell down the stairs. The debut album Sodom anyway, falling down the stairs, and they happen to have their instruments attached to them as well. Well, decapitated have that, but they are absolutely super talented. They are very unhinged, but very controlled in their unhingedness. It's like there's a there's a there's a mad party going on in the carriage of the train, but the train is very much on the rails and it ain't gonna leave the rails. It's it's very stable. So you kind of get the best of both worlds, this unhinged craziness, but dead precise. Um, and I think the album, a lot of the album is like that. And it covers a lot of range as well. It's death. It's, you know, a bit of punk, a bit of thrash, bit of hardcore, everything really. Uh, all heavy music sort of thing. So from the album Cancer Culture, I've decided to plump for a track that is really relentless and is called No Cure. So that is my first pick. And I've literally just drawn one of those double ended arrows that I was going to put it as my second pick. But I decided to put it to the first. Why not changing live as we
1: speak? Now, when I went to uh, the I think it was H's Tales from the Book of Thrash or it might Mm -hmm. have been uh, is I think it was or it might have been the live Talking Bollocks podcast that he did. And there was a guy there called Chris McGarrell. Now, Chris McGarrell's a very respected, very respected music journalist, writer, and writes a lot on prog and heavy metal for, you know, Metal Hammer and various other places. And he was on H's, um, wasn't at the, or wasn't at the podcast, sorry, but he was on H's podcast on Talking Bollocks podcast. And he said the most, the most exciting band or one band that are really pushing heavy metal and, extreme music at the moment is decapitated and that was the album before the cancer culture album the one that would have been album of the it would have been topping album of the, the the year list had it not been for the kind of series of unfortunate events that kind of cut mm. short that, that that time you know four or five years ago yeah. it was um yeah fantastic really really kind of um at the top of the game and, I, and and i have to say from what i've heard of this album um and i know the song that you're, you're putting on there it's cracking stuff they do have that kind of real uh, early energy that is within the music but somehow it's just technically off the scale mm.
0: yeah absolutely it's it's it, it's so precise but just like i say all over the place as well so it's it's real kind of um double edged and it's got that real spirit about it like you said so um i've been enjoying it and i know a lot of other people have been saying it as well i've said this is going to be what i've been uh, another album that i'm going to be putting on as well another song about another band obviously but um yeah they played the underworld recently and there was a review of that in fistful of metal and they gave them a glowing review as well so they're doing all the right things so i just hope it works out big time for them excellent all right then mate number two up mate
1: uh, this is going to be a typo negative song, Carl. It's uh, John, our dear friend, John Deary, who, you know, sadly passed away. One of his wildcard T90s that we featured within the club had a bit of typo negative on it. And when I was revisiting John's T90 because we shared it, I was listening to that typo negative. And whilst I like that album that it comes from, I thought the only album that I'm really, really into with typo negative is called October the Rust. And it's just an album that holds so high. I think it's a fantastic album. Whilst I do like Type of Negative, many of the other albums, it's this one that is just, I always go to, you know, if I I want to listen to it. Um, I'm not a a massive kind of super fan of them at all, but this album, they're something very, very captivating, very different to their music as well. You know, they kind of were uh, often spoken about as this band that uh, along with the likes of, you know, I mean, Sepultura, Pantera, Machine Head, Mm. Fear Factory, kept the flag kind of flying through that, you know, the early 90s, that kind of big Roadrunner, when Roadrunner were big on the the heavy music, they were the ones that Mm. when Thrash was going, for some reason, the Thrashers seemed to and not everyone, yeah. you know, go with type of negative, which is strange because they, they, their sound is a very, very different sound. Not a lot of many bands that are as big as them out there doing it. Obviously, they've got that gothic feel to them, that doomy feel to them. Yeah, but there's a real kind of groove to it, but fairly dirgy at times. You know, the, to the untrained, the un the untrained, but to the unfamiliar ear, you might listen to type of negative and think, Nah, that's just dirge, that is just miserable, that's too melancholic, that is. And I, and I get that, that's not for everyone, but I, there's something about this album, October Rust that just, I can't help but listen to it without a sense of sadness, without a sense of melancholy. And sometimes, um, not saying that's what you need, I want a really sad album to listen to, but whenever I do listen to this album, whether at that's because of the you know the passing of Pete Steele, or whether it's because the the kind of the feel of the songs, the darkness, the kind of gothic feel to them, just makes that, that 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 melancholic feel elevate further. I don't know, but the one song that I'm going to choose, ironically, is a kind of a bit more of a brighter song, a bit more of a kind of uplifting song. Which kind I didn't of, know that
0: they did a bright. They, there Bright. This is news to me. <laughs>
1: yeah there you go it's um it's you might listen to this and think well that ain't that ain't uplifting at all that is as dirty (laughs) and as boring as you know but um It's called the Green Man. It's called Green Man, and it refers to Pete Steele's time working for the Parks Department in New York. You know, New York, when he was worked for the Parks Department, and it's the name that the kids, local kids, gave to him because he was, you know, very imposing figure, and he gave, and he wore a green jumpsuit. By all accounts, this is, you know, what what I've looked into it and yeah it's just quite an uplifting song it's got the birds singing at the at the beginning and it kind of it's, it's about nature and for a type of negative song it's a for me a little bit different to the kind of core of what you're getting on that album but it's one that I just kind of listen to regularly and, and it kind of gives me a little bit of a smile where a lot of type of negative doesn't give me much of a smile.
0: Kind of a knees up to it, can you?
1: Not a knees up, no. It's, um, up. yeah, Green Man, Off October's Rust
0: and Top <laughs> See, and that's interesting. That's That's interesting, mate, because you're saying things like, oh, the Green Man, not too sort of metally or doomy or whatever, however you want to explain what they are uplifting certainly not typo negative no uh makes you happy birds chirping it's sort of like I, if you would have said all of that and then said oh it's by typo negative i mean what are you sure are you yeah up? so uh, that's going to be interesting i i must say i haven't listened to that album i'm not really into them uh, i never have I've, I've just been turned the first i can remember the first time i heard them it was on headbangers ball with that uh i'm not sure if this the track is on the album black number one is it or black number five or something yeah
1: black number it's got one
0: it the Harps number one it's got the harpsichord in it and as soon as i i just went nah at that ain't for me that's not for me at all so i've not really been a big fan at all although i do kind of like p2 i thought he was a, a a big character wasn't he absolutely yeah
1: and i don't think type of negative are the kind of band you do get straight away but i for, for me it was the kind of repeated listens that really do kind of reap those rewards they are just such a well certainly this album that i'm talking about is an album that i can just yeah I, I just think it's just think it's fantastic and it's got it's it's dark but like on this this song it's yeah it's just uh got a bit of a bit of brightness to it that you're not going to see at all and you're probably going to go course, no. fucking hell, what a load of shit that was moving <laughs> on
0: I may well say that absolutely. It's never too far away when when uh, when things like that are on. Um, I, but
1: on. he's just he's just got the vocal delivery in this song. is just he's got a great kind of crooning voice as Pete Steele, and he uh, you know whether he's spitting or snarling the vocals out like he used to with Carnivore or something at times. He he was a beautiful vocalist with sub,
0: them sub, sub seven cup, sub seven
1: cup. absolutely shockingly but <laughs> yeah it's, it's a great a great vocal performance here. really kind of quite restrained but there's something quite magical about his vocals i think and yeah if you can get past the weird production of the type of negative sound it's it's possibly well we'll see we'll see what people think
0: see what people think that's what it's there for um so to uh thanks for that mate and to keep the negative um going uh my next song is called um i think it's called uh o negative open brackets life's blood closed brackets now this is by a band called drag horia um and i picked this up through a recommendation neil beardsley has been doing loads for a couple of thrash metal websites and he's just been posting albums. It's nothing too glamorous or nothing uh, glitzy and glammy. It's just here's an album. This is what they call. Here's the links. Go and check them out. And I think he does it for about three or four. He he, he does the posts for certainly two or three websites. And this one, obviously, you know, I, I'm subscribed to all of them, and, and I see it's Neil, so you know, I pay attention. And this Dragoria came up with their album called Danger, Dangerous Species. So I've listened to it. I don't know anything about them. I believe they're American. That's one thing that goes onto the post. It's where they're from, what year the album was released or if it's a new release. And then just the links. Um, I believe they're American. And I almost, almost quickly dismissed it because the first song, if you listen to Dangerous Species, is as Exodus as Exodus can be. You know it really does sound like it should certainly be on the last two or three exodus records and i'll even down to like the vocals i was going wow this is just too much like exodus but i kept it on and as the album progresses they kind of move into different areas i don't mix it up too much it does sound very bay area very ecstasy um like i say i don't know anything about them but This song really kind of stuck out for me as a a deeper cut, so to speak. It's a little bit unusual, a little bit certainly off kilter compared to the opener, certainly. And it just kept me interested and I really enjoyed the album. I've listened to it a few times and I still feel that about the first song. But once you get past that, it kind of grows into itself. And so uh, um, the uh, life's blood uh, uh i don't know whether it's zero negative or oh, it must be o negative right that's the name that's the blood isn't it is um is the name of the track and so thank you neil beardsley for that recommendation yeah he does
1: a great job on his new wave of thrash metal and he posts so that's yeah yeah and and so many bands it just shows what kind of what rude health the thrash metal worldwide thrash yeah. metal scene is it's just such an overpopulated scene but in amongst all that overpopulation you're going to find some absolute gold and you know quite often i click on some of these bands that you know neil post or, or people posts within i think is it fresh fresher mania or um as well yes. one of the other ones yeah. that he uh, manages and, yeah, there's some absolute brilliant stuff on there. And they're from all over the world. It's not the kind of hotbeds as it used to be, the kind of pockets. It's it's in places that you think, crikey, that's that's great that there's there's a scene there and there are bands that are being able to flourish from that scene and kind of elevate themselves to worldwide kind of appeal. It's fantastic that thrash is in such a, a good state and hopefully... A lot of these bands will be able to get over and kind of uh, share their music, not just kind of digitally, but in, yeah. in live as well, because I think that's a big part of the thrash sound, isn't it? It's not just how it sounds for a lot of people, how it sounds on your phone or how it sounds on your computer. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't always sound quite like that, but it's about that, how it sounds live and seeing some of these guys and girls the energy that they can bring to the live setting. It would be great to see some of those smaller bands do that because that's where the real excitement is, as we've seen with a lot of these metal-to-the-masses kind of semi kind of mm. semifinals, quarterfinals, uh, another semi, another quarter, you know, all the rounds that there are. There's so many bands out there that are trying to trade, apply their trade but doing a great job. So that's cool that, that, you know, another band that I'd never heard of, but, yeah, I'll definitely check them out
0: give them a go give them a go right then, mate number number five from you
1: number five from me is another type of negative song Carl.
0: <laughs> another happy
1: one but it is it is actually another type of negative song but it's from oceans of slumber so one of the songs on that type of negative album which i really really like is called wolf moon now an album that came out end of last year. So when I was listening to the Time the, the of Negative, I was thinking, oh, Oceans of Slumber do a great cover of Wolf Moon at the end of their uh, album, the self-titled album by Oceans of Slumber. And it's it's a very, very respectable, respectful, but in not ingenious, but very clever cover of, the type of negative song. I think if you're going to take on a band like Tokobo negative, you've got to be mindful of the type of music they are and the character and the emotion contained within that music. But then you don't want to kind of not make it your own. And oceans of slumber, whether that's because of the lead singer Cammy, Cammy, I forgot her name now, the lead singer Cammy, her wonderfully powerful, soulful beautiful voice or whether it's just the whole band of just kind of really know their, know their subject within top of negative, but they've retained so much of that character. It's a real kind of doomy progressive metal um, cover that they've chosen. Um, And yeah, if you don't know the album that, it comes from the Ocean to Slumber because it would kind of, uh, there'll be a few people that will know it, but it's a very kind of progressive metal album, the Ocean to Slumber one. It's kind of, it's got all sorts on there. It's, it's pro- technically progressive metal. But for them to throw this quite dark, atmospheric song at the end, it's kind of gothic appeal. It doesn't feel out of place to the album because it still feels like it could come from the band themselves. Yes, the song is fairly accessible, fairly commercial in terms of it's a you know, you wouldn't listen to it and think, Christ, this is this is electric wizard, this kind of doom metal that <laughs> they've got going on there. It's because partly I think because it's it's a cover version of another band, but they do add their own kind of element of doom to it. Um so yeah, it's a real kind of deeper cut to the deeper cuts and mm-hmm. Not a lot of laughs on it. If you're kind of following on from <laughs> type of negative, it's kind of like, yeah, all right. This, the, this is probably not quite as bright as the other one, but the vocal performance is absolutely beautiful. The arrangements are wonderful. The song is beautiful. And yeah, it's just a, I think it's going to make the a track real, again. It's called Wolf Moon.
0: Wolf Moon.
1: Okay. They've not veered too much. They've not veered too much, but they've kind of done enough to make it their own, make it a truly okay. kind of engage and listen. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful way to close a, a magnificent album, which is their self-titled album from a couple of years ago. So, because there's, there's yeah.
0: two lines of thought with cover versions, of course, isn't there? It's it's far it, it's it's almost like you've gone too far and it's like a different song so why didn't you just record a different song or it's just like the original why on earth did you do that so it's a fine line isn't it with cover versions you say you seem to think from what you're saying that oceans of in the middle of the two
1: yeah they've they've definitely kept it so that it's it's if you know the type of negative version you'll know yes they've done a respectable respectful uh, version however they've kind of they've really kind of kept it within their how they uh, their music is and yet and the, the song itself could still be off their kind of progressive album that does have a lot of variety on it anyway from the cinematic kind of sound scores to the crushing death metal to doomy sections progressive sections so yeah it's it's it, it fits well with their album but it's brilliant standout track on its own and hopefully uh, people that don't know it might enjoy it
0: brilliant well i have not heard it so i will give that i'm, I'm getting a real typo negative uh, education here <laughs> after all these years mate so that's good um right i'll do uh, number six on the playlist big thrash album alert uh, i had to do it because i've been listening to it for i've listened to it a lot over since it's been recorded uh it's recorded since it's been released uh, and that I won't pick it up anymore other than it's creators. um, uh, Hate Uber Alice, uh, which. I mean, lots of people have reviewed this album because like I say, it's a big thrash album in our world and it's been littered here, there, everywhere and and people have really been slating it or loving it or everything in between, so. I think creator has done a good job about getting out there and get people's tongues wagging about it and, and I'm no exception because I think just as a standalone thrash metal album, it's incredibly good. Uh, I think it's going to make my top 10 of the year. I think that opening track uh, the title track is fantastic. It's furious. It's mental. It's absolutely brilliant. I really like that and the way the album progresses, it is. um, It is veering off to that that the, uh, the the thrash metal that we all know and love Creator for from back in the day, but I do think they've matured well and I think. That they still have that route about them but they they don't necessarily have to go breakneck speed all the time the track i've chosen is a bit of a deeper cut. There's a little bit of a, a veering off but again not too much only a small increment uh it's midnight sun which is has a female guest vocalist on there which i believe is the lady from ginger who are blowing up all over the place i might be wrong i'm not sure um but I think with just that difference in voice and that different approach in the part that she sings really gives the song a bit more texture and a bit more, a bit more oomph and a bit more go. It's really good. And um, I found out something about Ginger. Shall I tell you my, my my little fact that I know about Ginger the band? Yeah, go on then. Well, um, I have it on very good authority that that band have had quite a few lineup changes before they started recording uh, their recording career and so much so that band members have come and left and gone and there are no original members in the band anymore so much so that everybody that's joined the band who is in the band now has no idea why the band is called ginger because everyone that agreed on that has now left and no one bothered to ask (laughs) who has joined subsequently why is the band called Ginger? So when they go, so why is the band called Ginger? They just go, don't know. Uh, the original members picked that and it stayed with us.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's not that, that isn't unusual though for bands to have that multiple lineup changes that you're left with not the even an original member in the lineup but with ginger yeah. they're not a they're not veterans of the scene are they so no. I don't know you no. know here we go it could be 1986 again what what happened in that year of thrash metal but you know are we talking what 10, 10 years they've been going possibly I, I guess know, yeah might find. but you you'd think that maybe the yeah <laughs> they might find out why they're called ginger <laughs> yeah
0: apparently that's some good authority i'm sure someone will come back and say no they're called ginger because it's this that and the other which will be great news and we can pass it on to uh, the members of ginger or indeed my mate who told me that either way um we can communicate it so yeah go going back to creator that's my um that's my sixth pick big album alert big thrash album uh bloodstock headliners and i think they've delivered uh, i'm really enjoying it
1: and where do you stand on where people say, um, you know, they've, they've they've just moving on from that sound? Although you did you did say, you know, they've obviously not not totally disregarded oh. that sound, but but they have moved on. They've progressed. Now is that a conscious decision to kind of hang on a minute? If we're going to push ourselves into the next the kind of big leagues, which they are now, they are up there with they've always been. One of the big thrash bands outside of uh, certainly outside of the US, and certainly one of the bigger bigger bands elsewhere. Did they do what they needed to do purely to keep album sales going, keep bums on seats, keep people coming to see their show, or is it a kind of is the music a natural progression and it and it works?
0: Um, I think it's a natural progression. I just think they've written what they felt, and if I'm blatantly honest. I, th- I mean, I don't know, but I think they've gone, do you know what? We can't keep making records fast, 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 fast all the time because we're getting old and we physically can't play it. So we're going to have to slow down because mm. we physically cannot play it. And if we want to carry on playing, yes, we can start doing some some faster, older ones, but our, the stuff that we are going to be doing off the new album, we can't play that. We're not. We're not 21. We're not 30. We cannot play that fast. It's it's too much. That's what I think. And so I think for the longevity of their career, they've slowed down somewhat and beefed up and powered up. But to be honest, this isn't a slow record. There's fast stuff on there. You know, it, it's not. It doesn't neglect the the true fans. So I, I I just think it's a it's a great effort. They've done a they've done a really good job. And I've I. I, I every song again it has that thing where kind of every song has its own identity in some way some you may like some you may dislike but every song is kind of unique on that album so it ticks all those boxes for me
1: okay i I mean going back to the 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 kind of the appeal that creator used to have for me not that i'm a massive fan but it was their grit it was their it was their their menace their kind of Mm. The technical brilliance, yeah. yes, but there was a certain element of that that kind of griminess to their thrash metal. From what I've heard recently, and I've, I have heard most of this album, it doesn't feel like that. Now, that's why I was talking about, you know, is it a natural progression or is it because they're doing what they feel they need to do? Um, to, you know, to sell the records. I don't know. They don't have to sell records at the moment, do they? They, are, they have a legacy that, that if they walked away now, they will forever be remembered as one of the, you know, the, the ultimate thrash metal bands, absolutely. And um, I just feel that possibly some of that has been lost in this, not so much polished album, but a lot more polished than, than maybe the creator that I that I use that I was yeah. hoping that you'd get, but maybe I lost that creator a long time ago.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I, I do think it's not that grit. I suppose it is a bit difficult to say, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's still gritty, but it's not, you know, it's not a uh, pleasure to kill. You know, yeah. it's not no, terrible no. certainty. It, it, it can't be. Um, and so, you know, they've had to move on to a certain degree. Yeah. I don't think it's a conscious effort. I just think it's for the longevity of their career, not necessarily selling out and going, right, we need to get into the charts and sell records because no one's selling records. anymore. No. it's more, I think this, this is what we're into and this is what we're going to play. I think it is as pure as that.
1: Yeah. But then I like renewal and hell, I even like Endorama. So. <laughs> oh,
0: <my laughs> yeah, which is, so, which is unusual amongst creator
1: fans. They, mate. Yeah, yeah, so. we, don't, we don't talk about that. So anyway, no. anyway no, that's cool good, good That's cool. bit, of a different, well, bit of a deeper cut in there anyway
0: yeah definitely so what we're going to do is we're going to draw for so far so good so sophomore you're going to give me one track we're going to say our goodbyes and then i'm going to set up the mystery track sound good
1: sounds perfect yeah sounds as we'd planned
0: go on then let's go one to 14 mate and tell me what album we're going to be listening to this weekend or two albums we're going to be listening to this weekend
1: number five carl
0: Number five is, rather controversially in some way, suicidal tendencies join the army. Wow. Had a member leave over this, didn't we? We did. (laughs) And he said, if suicidal beats coroner, I'm off and then when the result was posted the suicidal put coroner to one side he did say bye <laughs> that was it and we haven't seen him since so more than welcome to come back but um yeah he was off like a robber's dog after that mate
1: yeah that's strange but that's how it is um yeah.
0: so one two uh 13 now mate number 11 carl number 11 so eight, nine, ten, eleven. Flotsam and jetsam, no place for disgrace. So I think that is quite an even draw, to be honest think, with I you. I think it is. It's um quite a close
1: up that one. I think. Where are you? Th- where are you going with that, mate? I'm going st. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a- Go on. Sorry, mate. Um. I was listening to, I mean, we we shared it in the club, Neil's yeah. uh, Full Metal Racket on his thrash special. I'm sure he played, he certainly played an ST song and I'm sure it was War Inside My Head. And when I was listening to it, I said, yeah, there's something about... When ST do it and they get it right, they absolutely kill it. And some of that early stuff that they did was just fantastic. I mean, I'm kind of after the Art of Rebellion and in some ways kind of even just before that. Well, Lights, Camera, Revolution, absolutely brilliant. But um, that early stuff is absolutely brilliant. Flotsam and Jetsam, never really got into them. So I can only go on what I'm, what my kind of... um, Mm my likings were and and join the army yeah it's a, it's a great album so got my vote what about you
0: yeah i'm i'm certainly going to go with suicidal tendency i like the flotsam and jetsam album there's no question about that it just sneaked past halloween in the uh in the heat now if this was for me halloween versus uh, st that would be a very difficult uh decision to make as it is i just i don't have any really emotional tie with flotsam and jetsam and i prefer their later stuff i think they've got a lot better in the last few years flotsam and jetsam so much so that everyone considers no place for a, no place for a disgrace as a classic i think doomsday is better than this and i think certainly their new album is better than this and the last two or three are better than this so as far as flotsam and jetsam releasing uh, a classic i think it's only classic in the time period because that's when it was released in the very very um, eye of the storm sort of thing I think ST wipes the floor with it, to be quite honest with you. Um, But I think Join the Army has some killer songs if you really like ST. I think it's one of those albums that if ST said, look, we're going to play an album in its entirety, that I think ST, or the first one, would be very high on the list, followed closely by Light's Camera. And I think we'll get the
1: genre police out saying, well, they're saying, you know, ST, technically it's not thrash metal. No, we get that, but it's more thrash metal than their debut. Um, Yeah.
0: And we voted it in. We had that free vote, and everyone wants to see ST in there, so they are in on merit. Exactly.
1: So yes, we'll keep our beady eyes peeled on the comments. And uh,
0: yes, but no problem with that. So that's what we're going to be listening to this weekend. We're just ticking up to forty minutes, mate. So give us your last one, mate, and make it a good one.
1: This track literally snuck on me at the last minute uh thanks to oh. Carl eric jenkins actually um t- thrash metal out album, in florida out in tampa florida yeah thrash metal album the fortnight member over there um he he sent me and you a message tonight saying i thought you and Carl might be interested in this because it's a band called mantic ritual and he featured mantic ritual in his t90 last year that he did for the club so they thought well you know might be interested they've just released a new video for a, a fairly recent single of theirs and um i thought well, i'll give it a listen blow me now
0: i don't know no, thank you mate but let's get back to the fresh metal
1: <laughs> i don't know anything about this but bar- <laughs> about this band at all other than they play fresh metal they're, they're American and they play thrash metal um, thrash that unashamedly sits, bathes, wallows in the, kind of, I don't know, the the fertile waters of the early thrash metal scene. The pioneers where classic heavy metal. The new wave of thrash metal, the new wave of um British heavy metal was still very much a part of the thrash metal sound. They don't try and pretend to be anything else. They know that they are a thrash metal band with those classic heavy metal influences. Um, I put it on earlier when he sent it and I was mad at rushing around doing things. And I thought, I'll play it. And he sent it, I'll play it. And there's a riff going through it and the riff carries on. And I've heard it a few times now. And it just gets in your head that sweet crunch of that rampaging riff. It's a joy, and the the, the the fiery energy that the song has is constant throughout. So it's doesn't try to be anything different. It's thrash metal, and we're a thrash metal club. So I've had I've had a bit of thrash, I've had a bit of doom, a bit of goth. Now we're having a bit more thrash metal. And like I said, I don't know anything about the band other than Carl sent them and I've listened to it three or four times. And yeah, it was just one of those that you listen to and you think, yeah, gives you that kind of, yeah, bit of a a thrash metal buzz. So Mm.
0: do they mention thrash metal in any of the lyrics? uh,
1: The song's called Crusader. Crusader. Yeah, and it has that very kind of life affirming kind of fist in the air. Uh, you know, we are a we are one type thing, and
0: yes, yeah, like it's a Judas just, Priest call to arms type song.
1: It is definitely a call to arms. You can hear Priest in there. You can certainly hear kind of Saxon in there. You can hear Kill 'em All in there. Christ, if, if if they weren't gorging on the feast that is Kill 'em All when they were listening to this, then um, I don't know what they weren't listening to. But yeah, a bit of venom in there as well, maybe. But it's it's got that real kind of real character to the production but it's just got a yeah it's just got a really likable feel to it and um, yeah I I just I was I wasn't struggling with what I was going to put in but my kind of fourth choice I was a bit unsure because there's been you know it could have been a handful of other things to have gone in tonight and when I when our guests couldn't make it I thought oh I better better pick another one and it this just kind of came along at the at the kind of 11th hour and right time I thought no that's going in I mean maybe we'll put it in as a A rank and file and we can run it by hutch and see what he thinks about it and see you know people might listen to this and think oh hang on a minute that's actually pretty boring and it'll probably get panned but i think it's a belting song and yeah be interesting because it's thrash metal and it just kind of it doesn't do anything else but thrash really so yeah good stuff
0: brilliant well that's number seven done i look forward to listening to that that sounds like proper proper almost way to end there but we've got our new feature or second time and i get to pick the mystery song mate of the playlist so obviously we can't keep it secret because it's on the playlist but if you just play it and then turn yourself away when it gets to the end of the playlist it will come through and then you'll think ah this is the mystery song that they were talking about um so you're going to bid your farewells and then i've got a nice little clue teaser for it and then I'm going to stop the podcast and hopefully, well, torn fabrics will come in and then everyone will enjoy the podcast, mate. So it's been a pleasure speaking to you again, mate.
1: Oh, it's been great. And I look forward to hearing your typo negative choice that you're about to throw on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting, mate, that um, this song uh, turned 40 years old just recently. It's epic, it's doomy, and it's metallic.